Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, stories from the frontiers of marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. It's getting to to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine. And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. Ding dong, Las Culturistas calling. iHeart Podcast Awards 2023 Podcast of the Year Las Culturistas with SNL's Bowen Yang and comedian Matt Rogers. There's stuff happening in 2024 that we really need to address. Pop culture and huge guests like the latest episode with Dua Lipa. The more I think about it, the more scared and nervous I get. Listen to the newest episode of Las Culturistas with Dua Lipa and all episodes on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Las Culturistas to start listening. Welcome to Deckheads, a production of iHeartRadio. Welcome to Deckheads with your hosts, Nick and Anna. Broadcasting from the bottom of the boat, below, below deck. Ooh, I'm horny. All yacht talk all the time. I'm having a party. We're shoveling coal to keep this show afloat. I love cocaine. We're off the map in international waters. I need some drama, me. Hide that cocaine. Never. In my nose. Just so you know, I'm in an open relationship. Below deck. Woo! Below me. What? Deckhead. Hey, Nick. Hey, dog. Hi, how are you? Oh, I'm good. Anna, I'm doing great. Great. Now, is it true, and I'm not trying to do a gotcha interview with you, but is it true you just ate some raspberries that had bees in them? Yeah. I mean, you know, it depends philosophically when something stops being that thing. Uh, after it's died. But yes, I found bees. Dead bees in my raspberries. I was furiously eating. Furious. I have this system where I stand over the sink. Mm -hmm. And then I pull a few out in my hand. Run them under the water. And just eat that way. Then go back for more. Run them under the water. You know, don't run them all at once. Mm -hmm. I run them on a per basis. Case, per, case by case basis. Mm-hmm. And then uh, for a while, I noticed something. And then I noticed another thing. And I thought it was a like a, a, a little twig, you know, in there. Because mm-hmm. um, it was under the raspberries and I could see two ends popping out. But uh, they ended up not being connected and being bees. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking wild. So I sent you the photo, but you know, you, you hear things about like, oh, I found, you know, a rat in my green beans or whatever. And then they sue and they get a million dollars. Should I sue? Can I, can I sue? Mm, no. Cause I think you would have to have eaten the bees. I'll eat them. Yeah. It's a little late now. Cause you're clearly on this podcast getting advice for me to eat the bees. Oh, and you're going to not cut this part out if I can sue them for $1 million. Yeah, I'd probably leave it in to screw you over. I'll share it with you. Oh. Yeah. Half a mil for me. Half a more mil for me. And then I'll take you out to lunch or something. Wow, what a deal I could never say no to. Okay. Deal. Or... <laughs> I could pretend to take this deal 
Leave this in. Let you get countersued. I get paid off by the company. Hmm. That'll never happen. Yeah, because you'll be in court, right? And all of a sudden they'll be like, Your Honor, their lawyers, we have some newly found evidence. And then everyone will be like, what, what, what? There'll be all that whispering. Like, oh my God, in the courtroom. And then I will come in. Like I'll bust through the courtroom doors and be like, we'd love to pull up our newest witness. And then I'll walk in in my 18 inch heels, like click, 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 click to the whatever witness stand. Wow. And everyone will be like, oh. And you people will like gasp, like, oh my God. And you'll be like, how could you? And I'll be like, Sorry, Nick. Wow. I'm like, sorry, Nick. Looks like you're not the only... Wait. Sorry, Nick. Looks like you're getting stung twice. <laughs> sorry, Nick. Looks like... <laughs> Looks like I was the other beat. Wait, God damn it. <laughs> Hmm. Okay, well, we'll probably have to work on this for a while. Why don't we get started? Anna, we're talking Below Deck. We're talking Season 1 Sailing. We're talking Episode 15, the trinultimate episode of this season. I made that up. I like it. I'm sticking with it. Sorry, Nick, but I'm the one who ate the bee. Great. Well, here we are in the bottom of the deck, below, wait, below wait. deck, and we're here Sorry, to talk Nick. about the show below deck. Turns out I'm the real B. Get it? Because I'm a bitch. I'm the real B. And they'll be like, dun, mm-hmm. dun, dun. And then. Anyway, we're as, talking below deck. The twist, captain's tiny. The bosun's a, twist, a, a hunk. I have the a other heart bosun attack. got fired. I have a heart One attack. One of the bosun, he's fucking. We got a I new boss and his back is broken. I have we got a heart a, attack we got a on chief the stand stew. and you get away with it. We got a chief stew who wow. is in love for the only time I she'll ever be in out. love. We got Madison who is uh, suffering the, the death of her sister's murder. And we got Georgia named after my favorite country. But, um, to be clear, I have a heart attack on the stand before I can testify against you. Welcome to Deckheads with your hosts, Nick and Anna. Uh, this is going to be a short one today because we just edited out our first five and a half minutes. <laughs> no, um, all that's All right, well, let's get baby. into the episode. All right, guys, this is Below Deck Sailing Season 1, Episode 15. Disregard everything Nick said before because I am the true host and he is just my little friend. Oh my god, he's threatening me. All right, I'll so, admit I'm little. Um, we continue with Jenna and Adam discussing their pointless relationship. Uh, they talk about how they both have trust issues, so whatever. And then Adam apologizes. I guess he just relaxes. I don't know what. I never understand when he turns and just like gives in. Is it because he's trying to get out of the conversation? Does he actually have a moment? What do you mean? Like I don't know what. His like deal is he is. trying? Like he's he's trying to cry or something. I, I don't even know. Trying like, not to cry. He's just. <laughs> I don't care. Why don't we fast forward through these talks? Yeah, I take very minimal notes on them because I just don't care. But yeah, Adam apologizes. They hug it out, and I guess the tiff is over. Mm. And Adam says it's hard for him to have attachments because his parents worked internationally, and he was dragged around in and out of schools and he would make friends and then he'd have to say goodbye over and over again. And he wants a great relationship, but he thinks up until this point, he was convinced that he just wasn't capable of having one. Uh, Adam says he's going to, he claims he's going to make an effort to not clam up, but we shall see. We shall see. So the guests all go to bed after dinner and performance from Georgia and the dessert presented by Mr. Beefcake himself, Paget, And Georgia goes down to ask Jenna when their starting time is uh, in the crew mess, but then she feels awkward because Jenna is sitting on Adam's lap. And she's like, ugh, 
And Ciara says, Jenna and Adam are so wrapped up in each other that they're not really paying attention to anyone else. And unfortunately, it gives couples a bad rep in yachting. Oh, who cares? <laughs> but anyway, everyone goes to bed. It's the next day. Let me tell you about a sexy lady. It's Let me tell you about her hunky, baby. Weird. No, so, it's not. I did what you did. <laughs> but you can't talk about hunky babies. I didn't mean a, a literal baby. Like you call your lover your baby. Got it. Okay. But I'm... I'm wondering why I had to explain that to you. Because it feels like your first thought shouldn't have been, he's probably talking about babies with giant muscles. That's something you got to work out. Why would they have giant muscles? Hunky babies. I thought that's what you were implying oh. I was singing about. Yeah. <laughs> I'm delirious. So two guests pull Jenna and Glenn aside because they want to talk about their plans for the day. And they say they really, they really want to get the most out of the day for Carrie because there may not be another. So they want to do all the activities. Every activity possible they want to do. And Glenn's like, they will get all the water toys out and the rope swing and they'll go to a beach and they'll have cocktails and they'll sail all that good jizzy jazz. And the guests are like, perf. And uh, Jenna's confiding in Georgia about having a rough night with Adam. And Georgia's trying to be like, Adam is showing his true colors and you're ignoring it. And then Jenna's literally like, do not talk to me about this. I don't want to hear it. And then like walks away from her. And and Georgia's like, okay, so she's ignoring all this for what? Like, And to me, I'm like, she's an idiot. She prefers men's attention to her more than her own like mental health. Uh, Yeah, I'm the same way. It's concerning, but I understand. You know, sometimes you get trapped in like a never-ending toxic relationship where the guy lives in a van. Does that happen to you? No. Hmm. Sounds like it does. I've never dated someone who owned a van. So. Sorry. Sucks. Do you own a van? Um, I don't, but I had one in high school. I mean, my parents had one I drove. And I would just take that van and I would drive out to the Sahara Desert. <laughs> Was it like the party mobile? Oh, fuck yeah. And your parents were cool with that? Hell yeah. My parents were great. They were like, you know, as long as you're going to drink, we know you're going to do it. So do it in the van. So I would just drive around with my friends and drink because my parents thought it was safe. To drink and drive? No, I mean, they're in jail now. But it was a different time. It was the 90s. Oh, no. Can you stop clicking? This is a podcast. Yeah. The noises you make, they get picked up. Mm, okay. What an idiot. You and Jen are on the same boat. I don't think so. Idiot boat. So Georgia and Madison are talking about how Jenna and Adam are constantly humping in the crew mess and how annoying and inappropriate it is. And the guests are playing with water toys and Paget says Chris has brought a new lease on life to this boat because he's so spunky. But little does Chris know he has very small shoes to fill. Glenn's? Parker's shoes. Mm. And they show Gotta be bigger than Glenn's shoes. They show footage of Parker like awkwardly like dancing on rocks trying to like flatten them it's really funny that's gonna haunt him yeah so uh jenna puts madison in the laundry and lets georgia go on break for two and a half hours and then immediately the guests need stuff but jenna's too busy just hanging out in the galley with adam so byron comes down to tell her uh and she's like why are you telling me and he's like because you're not up there I don't know. She's a fucking weirdo. It's like, then go and do your job and stop hanging out with Adam in the galley. And then Adam's like, I'm, I think I'm going to lay down. Do you want to lay down with me? And Jenna's like, yeah, totally. Why should I do work? And she decides she needs to be on break now. So she asks Madison to be on service and laundry at the same time. And Madison is hustling on service while trying to do laundry as well. And she figures out that Jenna's not in her room and that Adam is not in the galley. And she tells Ciara that Jenna put her on both laundry and service so she could go nap with Adam. 
And Ciara says, when you're not doing your job properly, someone else has to, and that is not fair to the rest of the crew. I agree, Ciara. Well, Ciara, very, very wise. She's not getting a lot of play anymore this season. We haven't seen Ciara in a while. Yeah, that's not true. So the guests are taking turns uh, rope swinging. It is two episodes from now. What? You'll notice. You'll notice. Okay. Well, the guests are taking turns rope swinging off the boat. And Chris says he's amazed how positive and fun Carrie is, even though she has cancer. And Madison is confused. I can't believe you're fun, even though you have cancer. I would expect you to be a real prick. Well, everyone expects her to be like, help me. But like, it's like, she's a person. Mm-hmm. <sighs> stupid. Fucking stupid. Also, there's conspiracy theories around it, you know. No. Exactly what's going on. But I don't, I wouldn't say it. My God. Madison is confused how stuff still isn't cleaned up from breakfast. And that's because Jenna sucks. And Jenna says, as she's laying with Adam, she says she hasn't felt this way in a long time. And she's given a lot of her life to yachting. And she feels like she deserves this feeling. And she's enjoying every minute of it. Hmm. And Ciara has to keep radioing Madison. And Glenn finally steps in to help Madison out. And Madison's like, thank you to our third stew, Glenn. And Ciara rats out Jenna to Glenn and says that it's none of her business, but Glenn asked and she's going to tell her his opinion. And he's like, she's like, yeah. So Jenna literally put uh, Madison on both laundry and service by herself so she could go take a nap with Adam. And this has been happening a lot and she sucks. And Glenn's like, wow, interesting. This is like truly a fireable offense. Who? Who would be fired? Jenna. Yeah, it's pretty bad. I mean, that's insane. Yeah. Like, at least, like, you can't all take breaks at the same time. You're not being paid to date. Yeah. Also, you should have thought of that before you put George on break. What is it? Where in maritime law does it say you have to cuddle with your boyfriend? Look, I don't want to be a part of any environment that would want me and Adam to not fully honk each other's tits and dicks in the galley. That doesn't make any sense. And honestly, I'm going to sue. Me too. That's how she sound. I'm also going to sue. And let's take a quick break and let's pull up these goddamn legal files because we're going to sue Nick. All right. Let's sue Nick. <laughs> oh, no, no. After this break. All right. We'll be right back. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, stories from the frontiers of marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. It's getting to, to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine. And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, 
the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark, more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. Uh, Nixon ruins because I sued him. Mm Mm-hmm. My wife left me. Wow. This is rough, you guys. So, boy, do I feel bad. The guests are drunk and they're... Wait, no, you're really leaving? But it's a joke. Oh, no. You're never coming back? But maybe I love you. What about our kids? Tanner and Tanner's mom. And Tilly. Do you remember your other son, Tilly? No. Oh. Well, that's I don't have a son, Tilly. <laughs> yes, you do. No. I can see him in the background. I don't, I don't understand what that joke is. <laughs> it's just your weird son, Tilly. <laughs> but, but I did a joke about Tanner and Tanner's mom being the names of children earlier. I, where did the Tilly joke come from? Because you don't like Tilly, so you just ignore him. But why did you... What? I just feel like maybe you weren't following the same game I was. I am delirious. Okay. (laughs) All right. Tilly's there. Yeah, you're right. You got Tilly. What about Tilly? Yeah, Tilly. You're right about Yeah, Tilly's. Tilly, she took Tilly. All right. Now, I'm not, I just, it's weird that you're enjoying this so much because I feel like you haven't enjoyed anything I've said nearly as much as what you just said right there. And it did not make any sense. I'm sorry. I just haven't really slept a lot in the last few nights. Okay. Sure. It's okay. It's fires. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like genuinely delirious. <laughs> so much show that that Tilly thing was apparently the funniest thing I've ever So heard. much show. <laughs> so much so that... Oh, Tilly. I think, it's, I think Tilly's just a funny name for a boy. You're right. All right. I'm sorry about that. I'm back to normal. Back to your old coke-sniffing self. No Tilly's here. So the guests are drunk, and they're trying to ride the hot dog, like, banana thing, you know, where you, like, ride on and they pull you. But they all keep falling off. They can't balance on it. It's pretty funny. And uh, Carrie's like, what the fuck is going on? It sounds like Glenn. Yeah. And uh, Glenn asks Madison about service, and she gets really tense right away because she thinks she's going to get in trouble for saying anything. It's so wild. Like, Madison has, like, PTSD from how Jenna treats her that Glenn's like, hey, so how's service going? Like, literally, it's like, all he said. And Jenna's like, I am not complaining. I am not complaining. I can handle it. And he's like, what? Are you okay? She's like, everything's great. I I just, you know... (sighs) It's like, that's not how you usually are supposed to react. She's like, a lot has happened this season, but we only have one charter left. So let's try and end on a good note. Okay. Like, I don't think you need to talk to Jenna about this conversation. Please don't tell Jenna I said anything. Tell her I'm great. And Glenn's like, oh. You're scared of her. (laughs) Glenn is like, "Eh, she has created a terrifying environment, huh? So the guests finally get on the hot dog and Chris pulls them around with the tender and they're living their best life. And one of the guests has a rainbow flag tied around his neck like a cape. Seemed like fun. And you had a problem with this, right? No, you had a problem with it. Me? You kidding me? I fucking quilted the thing for him. Oh. I kissed it onto his neck. Me, I had a problem with it. Screw you. You're doing that thing where you react a little too aggressively, which makes it sound like you're lying. Nope. I kiss capes of pride flags onto men's necks. That's what I do for a living. Now you know. All right. So, yes, the guests come back to the boat and the deck crew's putting the water toys away. And while carrying the sea bob, Chris pulls a muscle in his back and he's in some real pain over it. And he says he spent his life playing rugby and yachting, two of the worst things for your back. But he's so used to it that he just deals with the pain. 
And Jenna and Chris head to the beach to set up the beach party. And Chris says he's in a lot of pain, but he has a high threshold for pain and he has a job to do. So the guests are getting ready to go to the beach, but Jenna gives Georgia and Madison a two-minute notice and Madison is still cleaning up after a spill they had. And Jenna's like, just hurry up. Everyone's waiting on you. Let's just go. Just I'll clean up myself. And Madison says that she finds Jenna's tone very demoralizing and disrespectful and it's very frustrating. And as soon as they all go to the beach, Adam and Jenna start cupcaking too much in front of Glenn. And he says he doesn't want to upset Stu's in the middle of charter because they're around guests, but he also doesn't want them being all lovey-dovey because it's unprofessional. Can we say instead of cupcaking, can we say muffin topping? Muffin topping doesn't sound right. Okay. You know, I had a, I have a friend named Topping. Mm-hmm. Isn't that a funny name? Uh, yeah, like his first name or his last name? Um, her first name. His, wow. Topping McPopping? Rude. No, Topping Haggerty. Send her a message. Tell her if she has a cool name. Okay. Thank you. That was me kissing Topping on the top of her head. Wow. Weird. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I Give, suck oh, the kiss leave back. Leave it there. <laughs> okay. No, well. <laughs> just fuck away. <laughs> just get away from Topping. Okay, Thank okay, you. Okay, I'm getting away. I took it back. She's been through enough. I ate her head. Oh, no. Is topping related to Tilly in any way? <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We'll continue. So the guests are enjoying their beach picnic, and Georgia performs for them there as well with Paget. And she says, We're going to sing Paget's song. And Paget's song is all about like, Working on a boat. He's like, working, working, twerking, working, or whatever it was. I've been working on a boat. Yeah, that's like basically a song. He's like, nine to five. <laughs> what a way to work on a boat. Yeah, I was like, dude literally does nothing but work on yachts. Like he does, or like sailboats. Like he doesn't have anything to sing about. And he's in like a monogamous relationship for what feels like 45 years. But yeah, Chris says he's picking up on some flirtatious energy between Georgia and Paget, but he's not sure. And to me, I'm like, hey, Chris, if it barks like a goat, it eats like a goat, it shits like a dog, mm-hmm. then Georgia has a crush on Paget. Hmm. Sorry, but then the rules. That's true. She legally owns Paget. No, I, I did not say that. So the the guests head back to the boat for their pajama party. So the guests are talking about how they see some chemistry between Paget and Georgia after they leave. But back on the island, Paget asks Georgia, "What's going on between her and Chris?" And Georgia says she hasn't found someone. She doesn't. She says it's us, not Paget. She says she hasn't found someone who's as similar to her like Paget is, and she's never had a weakness for someone like him. And says since the season is coming to an end, this is becoming torture for her. I, again, I don't know why she's so vocal about this. <laughs> I know. How much are they paying her? What? Why would someone talk about this? Yeah, and it's also like... Am I in love with Paget? No. That's all you say, and then you move the fuck on. It also, like, I don't... Like, it's almost... Like, why even make this a storyline? Like, nothing's gonna happen. Right. She's there. It's not... He's not cheating on his girlfriend who's back in the States... Yeah. This can go nowhere and it's not going to go anywhere because Paget's not like a dog, you know? No, he's, some would say he's even a human. Well, no, I mean, like, he's not like a creepo beepo. Oh, yeah. I mean, I could see. Like, he's just a good guy who's just like clueless that he's in love with his mom. Weird. Well, anyway, everyone changes into their pajamas for the pajama party for dinner. And all the crew put on their pajamas, the guests put on their pajamas, and everyone just looks ridiculous, but the guests love it. And I don't really understand what Glenn's pajamas include, but it's like a two set, and then like he has like a weird like 
vest, long vest that he wears that like makes him. Do look you like think a he wears genie? that to bed? I have no idea. I was like, where did he you looked get like he that? dressed like he thought it was a dressed like a king competition. Yeah, he looked like he was dressed like a genie of sorts. Like I was like, what is this a costume? Very weird. Silly little Gene. <laughs> There's no way he has clothes that fit. So everyone, ch- yeah, everyone changes their pajamas. And so the crew, so basically as part of their request, the guests have asked for like a talent show, fashion show with the crew showing off their pajamas. And then the, the guests are going to basically rate them and choose a winner. So the crew takes turns showing off their pajamas to the guests and uh, it's really fun. Everyone's having a good time. And Chris ends up winning because he has a strip tease that ends with him in the hot tub. And uh, yeah, he wins 200 bucks and a nice robe. Every time you see it, you think like, if what if somebody gave you 200 bucks? Like, that's pretty cool. 200 bucks. Wow, you can you can have some fun with that for a day. Um, but when they, when they make them do something and then one of them gets $200, it just doesn't seem like enough. Yeah. 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 Nothing seems like enough, to be honest with you. No. The robe looked nice, though. Mm-hmm. So as they're doing turndowns, Madison tells Georgia what Jenna did earlier to her on service about, like, putting her on both while taking a nap with Adam. And Georgia's surprised and says that, why does Jenna keep doing that? And leaving, like, one person on service while she goes and, like, canoodles with Adam. And it's not great. Yeah. So everyone goes to bed after dinner. And it's the next day. The next day. Okay. You know there's no way for me to respond to that. Yeah. You do your own little scat. So Chris and Paget are taking a sea bob out, and while they're carrying it, Paget pulls his hamstring, and now he's in pain too, which means that sea bob is a silent killer. Because if you remember, Chris pulled out his back carrying that sea bob. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a silent killer, a lot like you're scatting. But <laughs> I that kills me. Yeah, I'm pretty bad at scatting. I'm like the yes. I'm like the Kim Cattrall of scatting. No. Have you ever seen her scat? Um, no. Oh Lord. <laughs> you gotta watch that YouTube video on your free time. Because mm-hmm. it's trash. <laughs> I'll send it to you later. So yeah, Paget pulls out his hamstring. Not good. Adam and Jen are bitching about the laundry to Madison, and Madison says. Adam and Jen are like the Kim and Kanye of yawning in the sense that they're pretty to look at, but you really don't want to be in the room with them. They're literally like bitching at her and she just like walks out of the room like, no, thank you. That just doesn't sound like that's what people say about Kim and Kanye. Uh, It doesn't matter. Let's not dive too deep into that crap. Interesting thing to get Unless you're trying to to die? Uh, Do I? I guess. Yeah, one day. So Glenn lets Chris know that they'll be doing a full rig check. So he's going to send them all the way up the 60-meter mast so they can make sure that there are no more issues. And Chris says it's very dangerous because it's very high up and your life is in someone else's hands. But then he also says he feels most alive when he's doing something scary, fun, and adrenaline-filled. And that's how we should all live our lives. But yeah, he goes up, he checks them, then he comes back down and drama adverted all as well. Wow. It's all safe. Hey, guess what? Nothing happened. They pulled him up. They pulled him down. Nothing happened. They've never done that before. (sighs) They've never, they've never created fake drama. Nope. I've never seen it. I feel like you don't watch the show if you've never seen fake drama created for seconds. That's possible. Wait, what? No, I watched the show. All right. It's really good. It's got Ross and Rachel. No, Ross Chandler and Ross. Sorry. Back to you. Let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back to finish this horrid season. Thanks. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose, 
I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver. And this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. back and we're back do you actually like this season of below deck yeah uh i mean yeah i mean everything's in the shadow of that awful last season we watched season seven uh i like this uh okay yeah yeah it's 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 come around um there's some interesting dynamics i feel like i'm only just now starting to like it because jenna and adam are being seen as trash Mm mm-hmm like, I like when people get called out for their poor behavior. And I, I like that Jenna's finally having to face the light. But other than that, I just don't know if this season did it for me. I mean, of course, we're not done yet. We have a little further to go, but definitely worried for myself and my well-being. It's okay. Let's take another break and then we'll come back and no, we'll finish this episode. We just out. took we'll a break. We're trying to we're trying to finish this out. We'll see you guys. So after the guests sit down for breakfast and they head back to Doc and they're like, it's our last meal. But yeah, they get back to Doc. They dock the boat. It's our last meal. <laughs> a meal. I forgot about a meal. I wonder how he's doing. <laughs> I wonder if he's still being like hurt by Rocky. Oh, for sure. So, yeah, uh, whatever. They get back to dock. They have their last meal. The guests are packing up their shit, and they're very sad to leave. And they say that it's this trip made Carrie very happy, and it means a lot to everyone. And there's kind of this sadness, because it's like, wow, is this the last time everyone's going to see Carrie? Um, I will spoil that for you. No. She's doing well. She's doing fine. That's good. Yeah. Because that's tough to go through like a pandemic when you have like. It's not ideal, nor is it Emil. (sighs) You're an idiot. Okay. So, yeah, the guests leave. Glenn blows a little horn. He's like, my little legs will get me to the horn. Beep, beep. And the guests are all like, that's like a thing now. They always have to blow the horn while the guests are leaving. They didn't do that on reg. No, I think it's maybe like a little Glenn thing. She's like, I want to show him how 
powerful I am. Well, like uh, Captain Lee would do it, but just to scare people. It's almost cruel. Mm -hmm. There was a cruelness to how Captain Lee did it. Yeah, he's a cruel guy. He steals tips. What do you want from him? He's not a nice guy. Did Nick just accuse Captain Lee of stealing tips? Yes, he did. So you know what time it is. You need to chugga chugga. Take a sip of that dirty, dirty wine. Because you are now wasted. Dirty wine? I don't know. Whatever people drink. Clean wine. (laughs) So, yes, Chris lets Glenn know that he hurt his back but can still work. And Glenn says he should get it checked out by a doctor ASAP. And Chris says it sucks because on boats, there's no mercy. So if you're hurt, you're off the boat. And it's tip meeting time. And Glenn says a doctor is coming to see Chris. uh, And they're actually going to retire that CBOP for the rest of the season because it's been killing crew members. Uh, and then Glenn says the interior has dropped in service a little compared to earlier in the season, and he wants to talk to, m- to them about it. And, like, you can see Jenna's face. She's, like, immediately pissed. And then there's this moment where I sent you a photo of this because I was like, Uh-oh. She's not moving, but in her ITM, she's saying... The guests are always happy, and that's a result of my guidance. But her face with, like, the caption underneath it is terrifying, and you're like, you look absurd and scary at the same time. And I will post that photo on our Instagram because I was like, yikes amundo. This woman, this woman would snap your neck. Not my neck. Yeah, yours. I'm a nice boy. Your neck, queen. So, uh, yeah, they're back on charter tomorrow, so they have a very small turnaround for flipping the boat. But we learned that they got twelve. Uh, excuse me, twelve thousand seven hundred dollars as a tip. It's decent. Hmm. Everyone's just happy that Carrie had a good time. Is that decent? I mean, it's small, but it's not good. Happy that Carrie had a good time. That's a bad tip. Well, they might not have as much money as others. Yeah, I expect she doesn't think she's coming back. I mean, with this country, the Medicare healthcare system, it's probably fucking expensive as hell to have stage four cancer. It's devastating to even think about. Like, uh, this country's full of shit. Fuck the healthcare in this country. All right, well, they got the tip. Calm down. Calm down. No, I will fight for my people. Madison says she thinks Jenna doesn't like to take responsibility over what has transpired this season and that she should have been called out sooner. And Jenna's bitching to Adam about Glenn's speech about the interior, and she's like, I'm so full of rage right now. (sighs) And I'm like, you and Adam deserve each other because you both need anger management. I just didn't like this at all. I was like, relax. There's a reason. It's Glenn. Just talk to the guy. Uh, but he, Glenn is right. You suck. So um, Madison tells Georgia that Ciara and Glenn spoke or that she told Ciara what was going down. And then Ciara spoke to Glenn and then sp- Glenn spoke to her, which is why he prob came for Jenna. And then she asked Georgia not to make her a dick over it because she needs someone on her side. And she like won't even let Georgia say anything. And Georgia's like, can I fucking say something? And Georgia says she doesn't know if Madison plays the victim or if she thinks she's the victim, but they've all been affected by Jenna's behavior, and she's not the only one who has to put up with this shit. And Georgia says Jenna's, like, they have to let it play out and give her some space. And she says Georgia's on the defensive, and they just need to let her calm down and see how she acts. And uh, Glenn pulls Jenna's side to chat, and he says he feels that services slipped severely this charter, and that's a problem, and it ends now. And that's where the episode ends, and that's when I scream for joy that Jenna might actually get reprimanded for being a shitty chief stew. This is what I'm talking about when I'm saying shit's, you know, it gets very satisfying mm-hmm. when the, the villain gets caught by the boss. When someone who is abusing their power, you know, has someone exert their power over them. I love it. I love it. It's my favorite thing. Kill the billionaires, eat the rich, and reprimand Jenna. That's what I care about. Need to use the toilet. Oh, boat facts. Need to use the toilet. Wait, wait, wait. Boat facts with Nikki T's. Go ahead. 
the head. I need to hit the head, you know, in terms of needing to use the restroom. Are you familiar with this? Mm-hmm. Well, um, that's what they call a toilet on a ship. Uh-huh. Wink, wink. The name comes from the times when regular sailors went to the ship's front, also called the head or a bow, to relieve themselves, to pee off the front of the boat, dog. The toilet or shit, maybe. Who knows? The toilets would regu- would be regularly washed out by the normal wave action. So the, I guess there was a toilet on the front. And then they would just piss and shit in it, and then it'd be washed out into the sea. Hmm. So I guess that means like when you were shitting on the toilet, you'd be like, <laughs> waves would be hitting you? Yeah, the, the like toilet bowl water was waves? <laughs> it definitely is just like dumping water on your head. It's you're like, just like sitting there trying to take a shit. That's confusing. I need to see a photo of this. Only the captain enjoyed his own private facility uh, near his quarters. Can you send me a photo of this? Um, yeah, I don't actually have. I'm looking it up right now. Because I need to see a toilet that's in the waves. Yeah, that is Because you would just very funny. Why would you even need the toilet? Like, why just shit overboard at that point? Well, you, you just know, need it's something nice to, to be able to on? sit on something. Okay. But like you could also like potentially be swept away. While you're shitting? You know, I suppose they're probably used to water being washed over the boat and they hold on to stuff. This feels so unsafe, but I'm willing to accept it. I'm not getting a good picture. Um, Here's like a drawing. How did medieval sailors go to the bathroom? And there's like this drawing of the bow. But even then, I can't really see where the bathroom... I don't think it's... Weird. I don't know. I don't have a picture, but I'm going to look for one. Yeah, please do. I think that'd be a good good boat fact to put on. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm on it. Oh, wait. I can kind of see. Where? What, what do you got? So it's just like... Wait, wait, wait. Okay. I'm going to send you this photo. So it looks like they're just little boxes towards the front of the boat that somehow connect outward, but like, I don't, you're not directly in the waves necessarily. Yeah. You know, I believe it's probably like, you don't take a shit when you're sailing in waves. That That's it. It's just, you, you, you shit there and then occasionally the waves come and clean it out. Right. Yeah, so we're looking at this same picture and these two box-like structures yeah, on the thing. And yeah, I guess you just like, might even just shit out the boat. Might be nothing in the bottom there. And then, yeah, the waves just clean it up. Wait, I I found another photo. Well, it's there. So it's just like over the ledge. Hey, that's the Vasa. I saw that in Stockholm at the Vasa Musit. Another boat fact. But do you see how it's like over the boat, but it's like a little bench? Uh, Which one are you looking at? I just sent it to you. Mm. All I see are my bees. Okay. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. All right, lots of good stuff. All, All right, right well, the we, head. We'll, we'll, post, we'll post these photos on our uh, Instagram so you guys can see what's up. Yeah, okay. Right. Well, uh, that was a fun boat fact. Good boat fact. Let's hit the head now. We're going to hit the head now. So, guys, you just heard Season 1 Sailing, Episode 15. We have two more episodes left. How crazy. And then a a reunion. And then we get caught up with today's season. Oh, my. I can't wait. I cannot wait to watch. Well, also, like, I know I Also, Jenna's going to get her comeuppance, and then we get more comeuppance in the next season? Can't wait. All these goddamn cheese stews are being washed away like the poo on a medieval sailor's ass. That they are. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks so much for listening. Uh, this has been Deckheads, I guess. You can follow us at Deckheads sure. Pod on Instagram and Twitter. You can email us at deckheadspod at gmail.com. You can uh, give us a five-star review. Actually, we have a five-star review I want to read really quickly. Nice. You excited? Yeah. Because it's a good one. I'm pulling it up right now, ladies. 
Ooh, the ladies wait. get so excited. I'm a boy. Okay. We got a review from Megan MS underscore ATX. There are five stars. Their subject is Sunday. And she says, <gasps> I'm a big Sunday. fan. Sunday. Sunday. I'm from you. She says, I'm a big fan of Anna and Nick's other pods. I started watching Below Deck just so I could listen to this podcast. I crack up every time they say, Sandy and Hannah's voice. <laughs> Hell yeah. I have two favorite things that I say. One is Sandy and the other is elephant bone. Elephant bone. Wait, we have another uh, five-star review that I didn't notice. Was it got a boat fact in it? Yeah, they updated it with a boat fact. Oh, incredible. Well, we'll get to it next time. Wow, okay, yeah. It's the same person who, who didn't agree with our Rocky takes or they didn't like that you were in love with Rocky, but they added a boat fact at the end of the review. That's so cool. Thank you, lovely 133Z. Thanks for um, adding more. Cool. Rocky's good. I didn't watched know, Bull Durham last I night. I didn't know you could classic. update your reviews, but that's pretty tight. Pretty yeah, you tight. Can, you can change your scores too, so... Oh. Don't fuck us. Yeah, don't fuck us. Well, thank you to Megan MS. Thank you to Lovely133Z. What great reviews. Guys, these reviewers could be you. You could be leaving us five-star reviews. You could put a boat fact. Wow. You just put something nice. You could say, Sunday! Or you could just click the little five-star button and be on your way. So, yeah, do that. Oh, my God, we love it. We'll shout you out. Also, buy our merch on Tee Public because if you do and you send us a photo, which you should do, We'll shout you out and post it. So we would love for you to do that. Uh, Public Deckheads, merch, check it out. Also, I'm at Anna Hosea. Nick is at Nick's Turners. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. We're outie pouties. Bye. Deckheads is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, stories from the frontiers of marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, What I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way is getting to to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine. And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. Ding dong, Las, Las Culturistas calling. iHeart Podcast Awards 2023 Podcast of the Year, Las Culturistas with SNL's Bowen Yang and comedian Matt Rogers. There's stuff happening in 2024 that we really need to address. Pop culture and huge guests like the latest episode with Dua Lipa. The more I think about it, the more scared and nervous I get. Listen to the newest episode of Las Culturistas with Dua Lipa and all episodes on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Las Culturistas to start listening.